Hello and welcome to episode two of the Witty Bitch Podcast. Uh, still no opening music. I think I've been working on it. I almost want my opening music to just be uh, test, test, test. Is this working? Is this working? Because <laughs> that's basically my current mood at all times. Um, but yeah, today's episode, I'm excited to do episode two. It's, it's going to be longer. Hopefully more organized. Uh, No promises on the organization, though. (laughs) But (laughs) I do have my notes. I want to talk about all sorts of things. I want to talk about Beverly Hills' newest, most eligible bachelor, (laughs) a.k.a. a one Tom Girardi, (laughs) which I was was excited about. (laughs) This this might be gross, but I called my mom, and I was like, someone's on the market. And she was like, you mean you're watching that bachelor show? And I was like, no. Tom Girardi. <laughs> um, and I want to talk the John Pretzel of it all. I want to talk about Christmas preparation, uh, the election of it all. I know that I'm late on a lot of this news. I personally, I know that I had a rough week. Just, it was almost like a, like a ricochet effect of just everything leading up to the election, the stress, the... You could feel the pressure. I know where I live, just in the middle of a city, or in, I'll, I'll just say where I live in LA. I live in, <laughs> no, no one stalk and find me, please, please. But whatever, if you do, you won't find much. You'll find me in this, this laptop and this microphone, and that's it. And my Britney Spears spirit candle. <laughs> but yeah, and, um, I mean, I think I just have so many notes of things I want to discuss. And obviously, we were blessed, sort of pun intended, but with Housewives of Salt Lake City this week. But I'm going to try to save my notes on that and my feelings on that for the other podcast that I do with my friend Scarlett called Real Housewives of Reality. Uh, Those usually drop on Mondays. So uh, we've both been counting down to that, and we've been texting like crazy about it, tweeting about it, as I'm sure so many Bravo fans have, because what a, whew, Bravo had that in their back pocket. What, What a relief. That show is, I want more, I want all of it, I have so many questions, and I smell like hospital, (laughs) but... But no, the um, the biggest change of this week is hopefully it'll be a little smoother. I'm going to try to put in music of some sort, but also I have um, joining me who will join kind of like sporadically. Uh, it's, <laughs> I wouldn't call it a producer or an editor, but a friend, but uh, they refuse to have their real name on the podcast. <laughs> because I guess some people are quote-unquote professionals that quote-unquote are afraid to be associated with this because quote-unquote LinkedIn. Um, But so we were deciding on like uh, aliases for said person, but you'll, you'll hear them from time to time. Just pipe in. It's a dude. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Do any dudes know what they're talking about? Do any men know what they're talking about ever? Probably not. A few do, but not this one. But he always has some very funny Bravo insight, and all jokes aside, always very helpful uh, 
in brainstorming and just bouncing ideas off of. So you'll hear some of that, but we still don't. I was like, should we call you Tony? And he was like, no. And I was like, can we call you Alex? And he was like, no. Like we were trying to think of generic names. So I might just call him Bravo, Bravo, fucking Bravo. Or like, hey, stranger. Hey, hey, stranger. Get in here. But so, yeah, you'll probably if you hear that voice, no one's in here trying to murder me. It's just just uh, <laughs> it's just a dude. Maybe we'll call him the dude. Maybe that's who it is. Uh, semi not, not really co-hosting, just kind of piping in sometimes because frankly, it's really weird to talk to a wall or to talk by yourself. Uh, and yeah, it's, it just is. Uh, and I know I, I listened to my first podcast and already cringed, but still loved it and still excited to do this. And the one thing I'll take a break in a second, but the one thing that I was fascinated with since the last time I podcast, <laughs> uh, which I feel like is not getting enough attention the, the what I'm fascinated with, not my podcast. I don't think that I don't think the nine minutes and 43 seconds of me blabbing nervously <laughs> deserves that much attention. I mean, it, it deserves some, let's be real, but Southern charm. I understand that parts are problematic. It always has been. But this week, there was a moment, and I'm going to play it for you. I don't know if the audio will be fantastic because it's recorded on my phone. So I'm putting my phone up to the mic. I'm, again, I don't know. Tech-wise, I'm so bad. Like, I'm just, I don't know what I'm like. <laughs> I should use this like quarantine time to like take a course on like technology stuff. I should also just not call it technology stuff. I have a college degree. I I, I know how to actually speak correctly. I just I, it's like, but the tech stuff it's all new, so it's it's scary when it's new. But this moment, <laughs> because just all of it. I hope that this plays loud enough. watched that clip at least 12 times <laughs> since since the original airing of it because I I just love it something about that brings me comfort the the if you watch it on the actual episode with like the visuals there's a visceral reaction to him saying that vodka like like just when Patricia with oh can I offer you a drink <laughs> Mr. John Pringle Pringle of the Pringle estate family who used to have that house. Did you grow up on the battery? The battery. That the real estate down on the battery. <laughs> but but the the visceral reaction to it, like, oh, can I get you a martini? And I'm saying, yeah, vodka. Because I think that's fair to, you know, usually it is a gin or a vodka martini. Uh, personally, I 
do not like gin. Not really a fan of vodka, but if I'm having a martini, actually, if I'm having a martini, this has been years, but I would have it from Ozzy's in Fairfax because they used to have a really good one that had blue cheese stuffed olives, but now I just realized I sound like Vicky Gumvelson, so bravo, bravo, fucking bravo. We'll cut that part out. But I think it was fair of him to just say, like, oh, hey, yeah, like, sure, martini, yeah, I'll have a vodka. But the way that they're like, like, everyone paused. It's as if you spoke of someone who had just passed, or like, been, they're, they're like, we don't do vodka in this house. <laughs> vodka is trash. <laughs> like, like, I almost expected Michael to be like, you know, like, <laughs> you know what? Would you like me to put a straw in the trash can and you can just drink out of that if you're going to drink vodka? <laughs> it comes from potatoes, which come from rubbish. It's very déclassé. <laughs> and, and my weird obsession with this clip led me to do some investigative journalism. <laughs> Because I was like, there's no way, there's no way we've gone through all these seasons of Southern Charm and all the dinner parties that I've seen thrown and hosted and whatever, and that vodka had not been served. Like, I was like, something's not right here. So leave it to me, you know, give a girl time, like a girl with a mission who wants to find something out and we'll find it out. But, and I'm sure there's other examples, but I went to season four episode eight where Patricia throws that dinner party. She's trying to hook Landon and Thomas up. And it's like, uh, everyone has to wear surreys and she has like the psychic come, but she has her friend Charlotte that she started that caftan line with that. The like caftan dog caftans that I looked up one time and I think they were like $200. And I was like, absolutely not. Cause I, I was tempted to buy one because I love dogs and I love clothes that do not fit right. I'm always in at least size, like at least three sizes too big. Cause it's, it's comfortable. I'm talking too fast. Cause I'm too excited about just the, just John pretzel getting reamed out for the, <laughs> you don't drink vodka in this house. Not here, not here, not ever. But anyway, so yeah, I went back in season four, episode eight, her friend Charlotte, when they sit down to have their drinks, she, Patricia gets her famous bourbon smash that Michael makes, but Charlotte gets a vodka tonic with as many lemons as possible and no one batted an eye. So I just want to (laughs) know, I want the unedited footage. I will do, I want to do a documentary on this or a docu-series. What did vodka do to Patricia in the last four years to cause such a reaction of like, we don't do vodka here in this. (laughs) Sorry, I can't stop laughing at it because I just love, (laughs) I love Patricia. I know that Southern Charm is problematic on a lot of levels, but just, I love specifically Patricia and Michael and we don't do that. It's, it comes from a potato, which is in the ground, which is rubbish. (laughs) But says the woman who I used to watch on her Instagram stories, who loves to go get a Costco hot dog with Michael when they're, we're at our weekly, our weekly trip to Costco. It's my guilty pleasure. Or, or we all saw the McDonald's moment. Uh, or I think we all saw it. I, I really shouldn't assume that we all saw it. 
um, my radio professor from college is probably screaming if he heard this because he's like, never assume. But, or no, he always said, do assume. Or what did he say? Gosh, is that why, is that why I failed so badly at radio that I, <laughs> I don't know. Do you assume or not assume? Either way. But we've seen her eat McDonald's and fries in the most glamorous way possible, which that was goals as well. But, but I, I think potatoes are fine. Like they do come, I believe, from the ground, but I don't think there's anything wrong. And I think, I guess gin is a botanical. I don't like gin though, but I just, I just love how angry they were. And it's, it was like, I don't know how things go down at the battery. Where your family, the Pringle estates, are from. Are you of the Pringles? Have you met Madison? Wait, she didn't, that's not, she didn't say Madison like that. Have you met Madison? Madison. Madison. I can't, I can't say Madison without Madison. 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 Which is the Austin way of saying, or Austin way of saying it. So there's a lot of pronunciation challenges on Southern Charm. Um, but yeah, just, I can't get enough of that. And I want, I, I could do a full episode just of, I could do a full season of Patricia and Michael just ripping vodka apart and why they think it's bad. But I just love that when he was like, oh yeah, sure. Like, thank you for having me in your home. Yeah. yeah I'll have a drink. Like a, a vodka would be great since you said martini, like <laughs> said John Pret- like Pret- Pringle, pretzel, cheese it, John, John, whatever his name is. <laughs> John Jean Jacket, because he's always in a jean jacket. Um, but, yeah, I could do a whole... I want to know what... It was such a reaction of Agka. You would think he had been like, yeah, I'll order the blood of a puppy. Thank you. Because they're like, we don't do that in this home. And speaking of John Pringle, and I don't know. I, I by no means, am, am known to date the most attractive men, nor am I the most attractive woman. And I think it all comes from the heart. But I'm very confused about the reaction that he has gotten from coming on this show. Like, it feels like, are the producers gaslighting us? Because it's like he showed up to that Dumb and Dumber party, which that that party... Did that last three episodes or am I crazy? I feel, I felt crazy. I was like, I was like, I never get to escape Shep's Dumb and Dumber party. Like I thought I had finally gone off the deep end. I was like, this is it. I just, I'm living in a fake world where I watch this weird party in this room. That's just like with fluorescent lights and Shep in a weird, dumb, ruffled, Dumb and Dumber outfit. It was a nightmare, but, but this, yeah, this John, 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 wait, is it John? Wait, now, now I'm mixing up if it's pretzel or Pringles. <laughs> John, it's John Pringle. Have you met John Pringle? But they, the way that the all of the women who are very attractive on this show just swooned, like they, they went just after him. Like everyone wants to be with this guy, and I don't see it. And I also have a very strange theory. Which maybe, maybe someone should, like, maybe I should be checked on. (laughs) My theory was, like, he has that very unkempt beard. And, like, you can at least just shave the bottom part. You know, like, just, like, the way that I don't have to shave my face because I'm a girl. Surprise. Shocker. But, 
and I'm not Caroline Manzo, but you can like at least clean it up, you know, like, cause I, I like a little beard, but like he, it was just like all the way down to his neck. It looked like he just escaped somewhere. And I was like, who does he look like to me? And I realized he looks like our Aaron from Beverly Hills of this year, or by our Aaron, I mean, Denise's Aaron. And as a fun game, when I watch Southern Charm now, I, I pretend that John Pretzel. <laughs> oh, wait, John. <laughs> wait, how many times am I going to do the wrong last name? <laughs> oh, no, you guys. This is a disaster. <laughs> it's not, not. We're not doing fine over here. We're not doing good. <laughs> but I play a game in my head where I'm like, oh, it's John Pringle is secretly Denise Richards, Aaron on the run from Big Pharma. Like they're hiding out in Southern Carolina, like they hiding in plain sight. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, like, he's not terrible looking, but it's just it's not like the way that you would have thought. I don't even, I can't even think of a iconic supermodel man, but just like someone you would think who's hot. The, I don't know, like that someone amazing just walked in the room. I'd say for me that John Hamm, or hey, you know what? You <laughs> you would have thought that Tom Girardi just walked into the room hot off that divorce, because woo. But actually, theoretically, with the money that Tom Girardi has, I think those women would have had the same reaction. Just saying, because I think we all have different priorities, and I think we all know what their priorities are. Um, but I'm going to take a quick break, and then when I get back, again, we'll probably be all over the place. Um <laughs> I want to already stop. Like, I want to start talking about Christmas. I already put up my little Christmas tree. I know Thanksgiving hasn't even happened. I want to kind of just get like a read on Atlanta. Like, I have theories about what's going to happen and this threesome with the stripper with the face mask, which is amazing. Uh, uh, plenty of things. Cuffing season, filthy rich. Randomly got into that. Also randomly got into I Love a Mama's Boy on TLC. If you have access to that, please go down that. It's a deep, dark dive, but you will thank me. I promise you. And I'll probably end it with just like, I don't know. It's This podcast might never end. You know what? This podcast might be the podcast equivalent of Chef's Dumb and Dumber Party because it's just... You're going to be like, still, we're still doing this. We're still here. And you'll be like, and, and what did we do? Like, like what? It's disorienting, but it's good. But it's going to be fun. Um, yeah. Oh, and then I'm also going to read another old <laughs> blog post, which they're so embarrassing, but so fun to read the stuff that I was writing about when I was 19. And this one, I think, oh, this is perfect because it ties in with Aaron uh, Denise Richards' husband, who Big Pharma is following, a.k.a. John Pringle <laughs> of the Pringle family, who grew up <laughs> on that estate down at the Battery, but tries to drink trash like vodka. We do not do that. It comes from potatoes, which are rubbish. <laughs> which technically, I guess, Pringles also theoretically are a potato chip. Not that he's actually, I don't think he's from the actual Pringle air, but it would make sense that he would like a potato-based product. But yeah, but the last thing, I'll read an old post from uh, the Witty Pitch podcast from like 2009. 
titled, uh, I think it's The Sheen of It All, or, like, What We've Sheen, and it's just, it was, it was peak, like, drinking tiger blood Charlie Sheen, so... So yeah, stay tuned. You guys have, I, I'm sure I've really enticed you with all of this, but I'm certainly excited to talk about it all because it's all been on my mind. So yeah. Okay. And welcome back. Is it recording right? Who knows? Who knows? But now we're joined by Anonymous, AKA Tony. Can I call you Tony? That's not my name. <laughs> can you lean it? Can you lean in? Be, be a woman in business. Let's. Break the glass ceiling of podcasting for Bravo. Lean in. Is your name Tony? No, that is not my name. <laughs> Can I call you Tony? I bribed you to come over here with... I, I don't see why you would call me Tony. But whatever <laughs> you want to call me. Call me whatever you want to call me. I bribed you to come here to record with spaghetti sauce. So I feel like that's a very, it's a very well, Tony I, thing. I mean, you're, you're setting me up for the old joke, <laughs> call me anything, but don't call me late for dinner. I mean, but I don't want to do that joke, so don't. Don't set me up for that joke. Also, Sorry. after spaghetti sauce, I think I made you watch anywhere between five to eight hours of random TV. <laughs> it's, no, it's not random. It's all Bravo. Uh, it's all re- Bravo reality. It's not random at all. Some of it was very pointless. Desperate Housewives, if you okay, will. I guess there was a little bit that's not random Bravo, <laughs> Bravo reality. But. So you've been live, laugh, loving it. Good for you. That's one way to put it. <laughs> well, so I already, before you came... I talked a lot. Well, first of all, can I offer you a martini? Vodka? I, 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 I won't do vodka, no. Sorry. <laughs> we don't drink vodka. In this no, I, don't, I know you don't have gin here, so well, <laughs> it, it would be vodka, and I don't, we don't do vodka. Well, thank you, potato. For, thank you for coming all the way out here from the battery <laughs> where your estate is. Can I call you John? John, John Pretzel? <laughs> You're from the, the battery pretzels? <laughs> yes. I'm so sorry you had to sit through like 10 hours of me watching that over and over and over well, again. Oh, yes. That's a, it's, it's not bad the first time. It's the 10th time. It's the problem. Oh, it wasn't the 9th or the 8th or the 7th? No, it's, I'm, I'm right in. I'm right on board <laughs> up to that point. So let's see. What should we talk about? I think I was going to say we just recently watched the Atlanta uh, the teaser for this season. It looks interesting. I'm, I'm not as familiar with Atlanta as I am with some of the other shows. So, uh, but uh, I, I do know some of them are crazy. Yeah. And they look crazy. I'm excited for the threesome with the stripper. It's a threesome. Is that what they said? Mm-hmm. Interesting. And if you zoom in, I forget which Instagram account it was, and I wish I knew. And if someone does know, let me know, because I'll credit that. Um, but someone zoomed in on, like, a still from the teaser and it shows like various legs up in the air and you can like maybe right. identify based on legs. Okay. So I think we that- are back. <laughs> Wait, well don't say, don't take over my podcast. Don't <laughs> let me, I'll say, and we're back. Perfect. No, now I feel, I always feel all over the place because there's so much that I want to talk about. Uh, I get excited. It's such a big world of Bravo. Bravo, basically all reality TV. I had pushed, I know the one thing that you enjoyed of the things that you were forced to watch, which I think you enjoyed a lot of them and spaghetti sauce. 
But my favorite meal. But I think your favorite thing was TLC's I Love a Mama's Boy. I just can't believe that one. That's the thing. I guess that's the whole point of good reality TV. It's just you can't believe it really exists. I can't believe that these relationships (laughs) exist. I can't believe that these mother-son pairs exist. That poor Emily. I mean, I love my mother, but good God. Yeah, I mean, I, I hope that we all love our mothers, but I, but not like that. Not. That's just a no. But the one with, but Emily, the really sweet girl that brings earrings to the mother's birthday. And then she goes, I want no present from you. That mother is scary. You're, you're right when you say uh, that that woman will just. Oh, she'll poison you. Yeah, that woman is I don't, I, but the, the, the show, the thing about that show is I don't understand the appeal of these men even without the mother involved. I mean, I'm a, a, a not, you know, I'm a man, so I don't normally see the appeal of men anyway, but what do these women see in these men even without the mother involved? Yeah, well, none of these guys There's are only one of them of that's any close, even close to good looking, I think, the one that's a model. But you to see the appeal of some men, right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I but I don't like, see do I don't hot? see the appeal of these men. Like in the world, who do you think, like? Well, like or Brad Pitt, of course, or you know Johnny Depp, or uh, younger Leo DiCaprio. You know the the, the normal ones, <laughs> the normal the normal hotties. Wait, am I getting regular hotties? Are you going Keanu, anonymous? Of course, uh, of course, Keanu. Oh, actually, Keanu. Is yeah, all the normal. Super sweetheart. Yeah. Yeah, like I like the normal, uh, the, the the George Clooney. You know, I, I'm not as into the elder gentleman as you are. But, you know, George Clooney, I'm surprised you're not a big fan of George Clooney. Well, you don't I'm, seem to be as much as other older, elder gentlemen. We'll find out later that uh, the one older gentleman that I was a fan of, one of my first crushes, aside from Fonzie from Happy Days, inappropriate. Are you talking about the, uh, the old man that just got a divorce? No, I'm talking about, uh, I realized from reading an old blog post <laughs> that I had a crush on Charlie Sheen. That's bad. In that baseball movie, though. So oh, yeah, well, no, you, yeah, I've heard you uh, speak of uh, Major <laughs> League before. Major League, yes. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say? But so not Leo, not Leo DiCaprio, not, I don't know, but. You well, know. I don't, yeah, but then none of these Bombas boys uh, have anything close to any appeal no. whatsoever that I can see, quite honestly. None mm-hmm. of these men just seem to have any appeal whatsoever, so I don't get it. The beige couches, <laughs> the yeah that that particular couple. It's that one's just sad. I feel like that one. I don't remember where that one takes place. Where where they are from? If they're like seems like somewhere well, I in the think Midwest, close to Chicago. Which it is sad reminds I love me Chicago. of like my youth growing up in the middle of America in a flyover state. You know, it's like somebody's sad basement, but it's like they're adults and that's how they live, and it's it, it it's a it's depressing, really. But it's good to, to have them. that to have that on top of <laughs> the mothers involved in the middle of their relationship and in most cases actively fighting fighting against the relationships. It doesn't make any sense what these women and I see and weren't most of these relationships like several years long at this point? Yes. Doesn't make sense. You know, some of us I cannot speak for myself, but I can. <laughs> some of us make mistakes and that's okay. <laughs> Well, that's what what you you really have to hope watching this show that these women realize their mistakes at 
you know, I, what I'm hoping for at the end of the season, of each season, and I hope this show goes on forever, of course, but at the end of each season, <laughs> I hope that these women, at the end of each season, leave the men. I really do hope so. You want it to go on forever, like... With new, like, with new cast every with, season. Oh, I thought you meant, like, one of the mother's funerals and, like, a, a true, like, reaching out of the grave to, like, no, no, strangle no, no, the no. girl. I want, at the end of each season, I want the women to leave the men and, and the, the mama's boys to get their... Get their mamas, okay. their mamas to get their boys, or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Leave them together and get these poor young ladies out of the situation. Okay. Every season, and then it can go on forever. Yeah, with new cast every season, please. Yeah, it's a. I will say it's a mix of hilarious, uh, hilarity and being hilarious. 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 <laughs> um, but. It makes a Hillary and Camilla. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> no, but it's it's hilarious, but also like it's like blink twice if you need help. Yeah, when you I watch mean, it. well, it's it's hilarious until you see the the look in their eyes once in a while, especially the uh, the ones like you said with the base couch and the, they live in the basement and they got the infant child and uh, the look in her eyes, her, her, the sadness in her eyes. It's just heartbreaking. She's just like, I can't. Yeah. I couldn't live and like the, that and the, and the Korean girl, or I think she's Korean, Emily, the Asian yeah. girl that's with the Indian boy. And, um, yeah. Oh, that's she is just Korean, because we talked about how her mom wants her to get oh, with yeah, a Korean man. Oh, yeah, she wants man. to be with a Korean boy. Her mom wants her to get a Korean and boy. And we were like, let's Airbnb a place any, in K-Town for any, her. I, was like, boy, I will raise money for any it. Any boy other than this boy she's with is exactly, exactly what I feel. But so, but moving on from, because I didn't, I mean, yeah, Mama's Boy, it hit me like a wrecking ball and a surprise, and it, it also just hit our podcast, or my podcast, like a wrecking ball and a surprise, but we loved it. Like, I, I was like, yeah. whoa, we, and we, I, well, it's, it's the first time I've really honestly uh, found my jaw dropping, and I, I, I find myself watching this show and noticing that my mouth is gaping open. And that's that's really I don't think ever happened to me. I this show shocks me. It really I think does. I screamed a couple times. Yeah, it really shocks me. But speaking of shows, so it's kind of been fun because you do not really participate within the reality show or Bravo universe. So of what I've exposed you to, and by exposed you to, I just mean forced you, been like sat you down and been like, here, here's some pasta sauce. <laughs> Here's a drink. Here's nine hours of TV. Which of the franchises do you think? Like, what entertains you the most? And it, I well, know right it's now it's the it's like. the new. No, it's well. I mean, as far as the franchises of Bravo, it's it's um, that's definitely a hard one. You know, I love the New York. You know, I love the ladies of New York. I who's do. Who's your favorite? I know who you love the most, but who's your favorite? Well, I love the the blonde twins. You know, Sonia well, and Ramona. Twins, but I yeah. know they're not, but the <laughs> first with the first episodes I saw of them, they were inseparable at that point. That was when they were having their friendship, and they were the two uh, wrecking balls through the middle of every party. You know, mm-hmm. so uh, those are the ones I like the best of that show. But I, I, you know, I'm with you on this Salt Lake City thing. You know me. I mean, I'm. It's it's a very strange one for me course and i keep expecting to see people i know in it but um we all do it uh, but i mean as far as the shows in general if we're going beyond just bravo i mean that mama's boy thing that mess is a uh, you know there's no other word for it about mess, mess. yeah it's amazing uh, and you can't yeah. look away and it's but it's, it's sad too it's sad at the same time 
but God, do I love to watch a mess. It's, it's, uh, it's different than watching the Bravo stuff because it's, um, and I guess it's more like watching like the MTV reality shows where it's, it's not aspirational people that you're looking at. It's not, you're not looking at rich people. You're not looking at anybody that anybody would want to be. You're looking at honestly, in many cases, sad lives, you know, you look at, uh, shabby lives and you, uh, but yeah, I guess that's why I don't normally watch MTV type style reality shows. But the, the well, Bravo stuff TLC. is that was TLC. Yeah, but I mean, but the my my uh, thoughts when I see more of the the grittier, well, not grittier, but just the everyday people reality shows, I think of the MTV ones. You know, the uh, oh, well, like pregnant, the, the pregnant like ones, that. the teenage and pregnant, and all that stuff, well, where it's just in normal real people. World from yeah. Like- it's it's more whatever. it's more normal people. Well, real world is more like the uh, Big Brother style, where they artificially put everybody together in a house, you know. And so that's its own that's genre. Like real life. What about you don't see shabby uh, beige couches in the real world because you know they put it together in a nice house. But it's just that the the shocking part of the Mama's Boy thing is that it's not just they're dealing with the the subject of the show. You know, they're also dealing with some of them. It seems like they're dealing with really shitty lives on top of that. You know, well, terrible living, living sweaters in their, to living say in the their least. Mothers, yeah. <laughs> At least bad sweaters. Living in their mother's basement with these shabby couches that we can't seem to not comment on every time we see them. <laughs> I think we've all been there. It's the couches that we grab you in that show. <laughs> but um, and now I'm just going off off script, and you're you're doing great because I was like, oh, we'll cover these topics, and we have covered none of the topics I told you about. So thank you for that. But um, what about thoughts, feelings, concerns on below deck? And my reactions to it, or your reactions to it. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm surprised you don't seem to be enjoying the season as much as you have previous seasons. And I'm surprised at that because there's already been several shirtless captain shots. So I'm surprised that you're not all aboard so far. No pun intended, but pun intended. I'm worried about him and his ribs. I'm uh, worried about my man. Yeah. Um, but I think it's going to be a good season. I think that, uh, you know, it's always fun to see Eddie falling Wait, off the boat. I love boat. that you've never seen a season. You're being more professional than me. You're like, you know what? All in all, it's going to be <laughs> Charles Barkley coming in here commenting on sports. You're like, I'm well, not... here I am sitting down. Like, it's not, I, I, I feel like my job is the counterpoint to you here. And um, your your big reaction to the show this so far this season has been, you know, near boiling contempt. You don't seem to be all aboard. I'm not, I need to stop that pun. I'm not, I'm not meaning to say that. <laughs> well, no, I just, I always struggle with Below Deck to get into the first couple episodes. The first couple episodes are slow. Pe- it's always a lot of I, new people, well, they, especially this year. Honestly, the, the biggest thing, like I said, it's always, it's always fun to watch Eddie fall off the boat and the, the normal chef uh, meltdowns seem to be well uh, on schedule. But the biggest uh the thing that sticks with you over the first couple of, I don't know how many episodes of that we're in on this one, but I those think I made us watch guests. That's those normal, guests. though. But so, so well, you, those so ones you were haven't in particular. Like, seen it, though, I, I've, before. I've so. seen more, unfortunately, I've seen more Below Deck Med than I've seen regular Below Deck. And I have never seen the sailing one yet. I watched a little bit of it the other day, but I didn't stick with it. But... Um, the, the, that was these guests, and I guess they're returning guests. They brought them back because they were such assholes. I mean, it's amazing that you can be asked back. To I believe they being pay to go back on. I, but I I read that somewhere. This one, it's like 
they're very aware of the cameras, this particular group. And because I, I, you, you hear this, uh, the, the main, uh, the main guest, uh, the main client uh, refer to it, not as a trip, not as a vacation, not as a boat ride or anything like that. He referred to it as a show, which of course, you know, it is, but you want it to feel like a slice of life. Like people aren't just acting for the cameras, you know, but these Guests seem to be way well too aware of the cameras, and on top of that, they are the biggest. Uh, you can curse on here. Don't assholes. worry. Uh, don't worry. It's called witty bitch. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want to be the. I don't want to be that guy. But I'll say, you know, fucking assholes Aren't is what they, they are. Aren't they though? Aren't they the worst? They're the worst ones I've seen. On well, the I like when they yet. fought over um, the guy. Yeah, I mean they're. <laughs> They're fighting over the employee taking the other one for a ride on the. Yeah, that was disturbing. There's Are a lot we of sexual Florida harassment in 1998? going on. Well, it's just it's uh, it's very NPC. You know? Yeah, I'm it's just very. Uh, you know, in my industry, they uh, once per project they take us in and make us do a HR seminar. You know. And so we get just joking whenever anything is looks funny uh, in a sexual harassment kind of way. We say, HR, HR. And I'm surprised that HR is not all the hell over these boats, you know. I mean, HR for Bravo Network, uh, I don't know how they yeah, how don't get Bravo sued not gotten, left and right, you know. Like, Bravo's gotten sort of me too Like, we got rid of Stassi. Yeah. We got rid of Kristen. Um, but how is, um, why is his name escaping me? It's cause it's cause he's not a Pringle, but um. <laughs> on which which show? What do you mean? On Southern, Tri- the terrible one. How is he oh, back? How is Ravenel back? Because that's bad. He's well, like he's I I have my own, own my own, I got a lot of my. I but think you don't you know all the background. I, like well, I, I have gave a, you like a well, starter I, pack. I didn't. I, I I have a, my own theories. Well, you didn't give me a starter pack because I fucking tune out every time you start mentioning Southern Charm because you know how much I hate them. <laughs> you know. Well, also but do all Bravo. I, I definitely have yeah. my own theories about all of that, and it all just comes down to you know the the worst one of them all being the boss and producer. You know, well, it's that's what it all comes down to is that Whitney is the boss, and it's just the show about his friends. So that's why Thomas is back. Well, and his know. mother, who's my favorite. Yeah. Well, at least, Although at least she has an opinion. She at has least, an opinion. She at, least has she, at least Whitney has a Whitney has a entertaining mother. At least he's got that going for him. But he's, what, he's just the worst blue blood of the bunch. You know, I just can't stand that guy. In terms of the vodka versus gin, you know what, Patricia? If you don't stand for something, you will fall for anything. <laughs> So good for you. For taking a stand no. that is completely, you, you did not stand up for at all four years ago, apparently. So, you know, also, what's that about? I'm not sure that, I understand that gin apparently comes from botanicals or whatever they said, but <laughs> I don't believe Does that makes from gin. from pine, pine berries? Uh, I don't, uh, pine, pine nuts? Christmas, pine berries? Christmas well, it's from the pine tree in some fashion you know that's why it spells like pine needles it's from the berries of a pine tree i don't know what they call them juniper berries maybe right I, 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 that's it is a technically a botanical but it isn't anything that grows that a botanical healthy isn't anything that grows out of the ground a botanical is it a potato well, technically a botan- that's grow what I'm rubbish. i guess i need to uh, have a uh, 
uh, terminal here, uh, ready to look up shit right away. They're like, here, have some dog piss instead. (laughs) (laughs) From Peaches, the new dog. Like you said, they just put a straw in the dumpster for him. We're going to drink that vodka. Might as well. Honestly, though. that goddamn vodka. If he's getting back into this series, he's already put a straw in the dumpster for himself. (laughs) But... Well, I don't know how long we've gone. I, I, I are gone. <laughs> am I drinking? Am I drinking trash vodka? Um, forty in. We're forty in. Because I was gonna force you to do forty minutes. Even though it's early, I was gonna force you to do Christmas songs and your top three favorite Christmas songs because I've because I decided to to attempt. That's a hard one because to I... pursue acting and comedy. I've worked many, many years as a waitress in L.A. and other places, but I've worked many Christmas Eves, which are always slower than you'd imagine. But so with my friends, I would always be like, what's your top three Christmas songs? Like, name it. But they'd have time to think. I give I, you Well, mine. that's the thing is that I need time to think for anything like this. And, of course, my phone's ringing and you know who's calling. So I'll have to call I him back later. Ooh. Is it? Is it John Pert? Wait, 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 now I keep it's saying it's big. It's Big D. <laughs> big D's Tell calling. Big D we say what's up. I, yeah, okay, I hope I'll call him back. I hope Big D turn t- tune into the pod. Big D, we love you. <laughs> but okay, so mine. I feel like I have dark ones because mine are Last Christmas that's by a, George Michael. Hard, I don't even know that one. You know. I don't know, uh, you know. Well, if you if if I'm gonna choose some, you know what it's gonna be though. I'm not. It's not gonna be any pop versions of anything. Well, then all I, I want I'm for not, Christmas the Mariah Carey one. So yeah, I'm not a big fan of any of them. I don't know any of the big pop ones. And honestly. then my other note was War Is Over, Fight Me On It, which is that. But the that's the John Lennon Yoko the like. Is it about Christmas? That one, I'm unfamiliar with that too. Well, it's I am completely so unfamiliar. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? Another it's, year older. Isn't that isn't that one? Of the, isn't that the? Uh, and a new one just begun. It's basically like, hey, everyone died. I no, hope you guys are happy. That, isn't that the the original British the charity one that came right before We Are the World? The first one that Bob Geldof uh, uh, organized. I think it was just so Johnny Yoko. So this is Yoko. Christmas. It's so this is Christmas, right? Isn't that what really? it is? I don't know this. What do you call it? War is dead. War is over is what it's called. I mean, I can find it on my phone. I don't I, know I how thought to that play. was the, uh, the So This Is Christmas, the, the original British uh, Christmas uh, charity one that came before We Are the World. <laughs> I didn't know. Suddenly but, we have a Christmas song expert no, on our you, hands. No, the tr- truth is I'm probably completely wrong on that because that's uh, memories from when it actually from happened. From when it actually <laughs> happened. So it's memories like how old are those memories? How old are those memories and how much bourbon has been consumed since then? You, the, the memory was completely wrong. I'll find it though. No, but I do I'm, think it, it sounds a lot like, so this is Christmas and I, maybe it's, so this is Christmas and what have we it's done? It's definitely John Lennon. Oh, I'm not going to do the karaoke version, but I'll find it. I found it. But no. That's a commercial. So this is Christmas. There's another version of this, I swear to God. There is another version. Didn't, didn't they re-record that then later for a charity thing with a bunch of British uh, stars? I don't know. You're senile right now. This is what I've been drinking. <laughs>
this is why I don't drink. I don't. I, by the way, I don't drink, and I come over here and she plies me with liquor. I was like, here, have some spaghetti, have a little. Well, because I wanted to all for the show. Convince you to let me the like name you a ridiculous anonymous name. Yeah, man, it's gonna take a couple more bourbons for that. Well, but it's funny though, because you're like, I'm shy. I don't talk much. I don't know. I'll do it. Yeah, I have to come out. and dominate your show. And but you seem to have taken it over. You've you've quite a knack for this. I've got to tell you, I think you're doing a great job. Well, it's you. It's just easy to talk to you. I <laughs> think you're doing fine. <laughs> it's just easy to talk to you. You're fine. It's fine. It's you know, it's just fine. It's fine. I think in, in, it exists and it's neat, and I think that's cool. Yeah. You're... <laughs> I'm not. I'm not going to be able to come up with a. Uh... Oh, you know what? One of the top three would be would be the little drummer boy. That was a <laughs> thing. That, but that's the worst that was a, one. That was a one of my favorite tunes. When I was a little child, we had a, a LP of that. You know, a, 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 we had that on vinyl when like, I was a kid. And I don't know why I liked it, but I think it was just because we had the record of it, and it was like my record, you know. And I had this crappy little uh, portable record player, and uh, at some point, I don't remember exactly what happened, but the record player was set up on a table—a table I still have, in fact. But the record player got knocked over the town the table and the little drummer boy record broke. So Aww. I no longer have that record, even though I still do have a lot of uh, my vinyl from my childhood or at this point still. Yeah, I'm thinking of like old classic ones. I can't think of a... Yeah, Ooh, what I about mean, simply having a wonderful Christmas? Another Beatle offset of... Um, I, you know, I would, it would, might be a... Uh, I, I'd be, what's that Dolly Parton one that is popular? Nine to five. Yeah, that's a Christmas song. <laughs> it's an, she's working nine to five trying to make a living. She probably would be working on Christmas. I'll have you know. Okay. But uh, By the way, is that definitely you were asking recently another question and about what the go-to karaoke tunes would be. And yeah, I would definitely do the, the 95. That's, a, that's one of my... Oh, that's true. It's yeah. not, it wouldn't be an answer for a favorite Christmas song since it's not a Christmas song. Yeah, well, that's sad. But well, it, w- it, is one of, it would be one of my go-to karaoke's if... Uh, karaoke existed anymore amazing choice and i was gonna say it's sad that karaoke doesn't exist i'm forever mr jones by counting crows that's mine like i've i will very interesting not aggressively claim it but i'll you'll see an eye roll if you choose it because over me because i will (laughs) sha la 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 ya i got a little burned out on karaoke over the past uh Eight years or so. Well, good for you, because I don't think it's coming back anytime my last, soon. My last job was a little karaoke heavy. <laughs> well, but speaking of coming back anytime soon, thank you for guesting on... What is this it? Are we done? Did we get through the list? You sound like every guy I've ever broken up with, yeah. <laughs> what is this? Are we done? <laughs> Even though it's they you, all break you, up with you, me, you, but... You had a whole big list of things to talk about, and uh, but I guess we're nearing in on the magical time limit. Uh, yeah, yeah. The other one. Well, the other one. No, actually, this will. I don't want to end on a sad note, or and it's not a sad note, but it's a, a truly, if you're listening, note. It just it truly. The last note is rough week. I was shocked that I found myself emotionally exhausted. It was like a yo-yo effect. So many extremes, and I hope that everyone is being gentle with themselves and practicing self-care. It's okay to not feel okay. And it's easy to isolate right now, but don't. And then I said pop a stitch, but that has to do with something else. That has to do with a friend of mine that um, he was uncircumcised and then had to get circumcised and then it had stitches on his dick. 
and then was like, that new Instagram picture, you look so hot. I'm about to pop a stitch. And I was like, don't say that. Like, I think he was on pain pills. But anyway, so I just ended on a very sentimental, but also not sentimental note. I but... didn't want to know that, but okay, <laughs> pop a stitch. Does that not make you want to pop a stitch? Yeah, that, 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 it has quite the opposite effect. Yes, I think, fact, I, should we name the episode Pop a Stitch? <laughs> Sure. I'm about to pop a stitch. <laughs> I was like, don't say that. that. And it was a very platonic friend. It was I was I was like, you are definitely on pain pills right now. Like you are not. <laughs> yeah, that's I, a little inappropriate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I can't. But I can't imagine that. Do having... they, I. I mean, I. My personally, <laughs> my experience with this is, uh, I was. I, Wait, I, did you I, have to get us? I think I was, you know, like probably six years old, six months old when mine happened. So I do not know. Do they stitch it? I th- I don't know that. I think when you're an adult, they have to. Like I think it was like a surgery yeah. situation. I forget what led up to it. I wish I could remember, but I was interesting. Yeah, mine was done when I was an uh, infant, and I have no memory whatsoever of it, which is surprising because it seems like a. Uh, a what you call a traumatic experience that you would remember from any age, but I do not have any memories of it that I know. It would probably hurt, I think. I would think so, yes. Yeah. Because, like, it hurts if just if you get punched there. So, like, I'm sure if they, like, were cutting things off. Yeah. But but you'd be under, like, anesthesia and stuff. Well, the punch there is a little different. But, yeah. The cuts would have, hurt. Okay, weird question. Have you ever been punched there? Yeah. What? Punch, kicked, whatever. In childhood, um, boys uh, fuck with each other quite a bit. You know, you get kicked and punched and all everything that to do in that area. Do you think it hurts yeah. less, though, when you're a child? Wait, am I going to get arrested for asking that? But, like, <laughs> when you're a child, it's probably smaller than when you're an adult. So maybe it hurts less, or does it still hurt equal? I think it probably hurts equal, yeah. I mean, regardless of size. <laughs> Should I on? Anybody, the, the, well, the, the classic, the classic uh, kicked or uh, punched or whatever pain of it, the, the, the real painful thing from impact would be the uh, testicles themselves, not okay. the uh, penis. Which is a different thing than uh, what would be the pain from a, uh, a circumcision. So we're talking completely or different. Or popping a stitch off of a Hard to believe it's all in the genital area, but it's completely different organs. Okay, just for the, for the sake of science, since you haven't had it happen since you were a child, should we live on air right now let me kick or punch you mm. <laughs> in your genitals? No. Just to see what the pain, like, so you could rate it. No. Absolutely not. Can we at some point this week, maybe? Um, no. Will you come back on the podcast if I promise not to do it or talk about it ever again? If it never happens. Yeah, I no, we'll never I do it. I don't care about the talking about it. You can talk about it all you want. Just don't do it. No, I don't think I'm <laughs> capable of it. I wouldn't be able to. Yeah, we can talk about it all you want. No. I mean, I don't care about the talking about it. But just don't do it. No, if I get mad, <laughs> I don't think I've ever hit someone. But if I'm if I'm mad, well, I'll I'll like break seem, a mug. I'll break seem a mug. Like a that's it. Person. you do you do love your property damage though. That's for sure. You do, I'll throw you down do, a ceramic mug. That's like two dollars. You, you, you from do Walmart. love a little. Uh, you do love a little property damage. Or what I used to love, but I don't do this anymore. Well, I don't get to because okay, quarantine. No, not that. But just that I love to go like get like a like a quesadilla from McDonald's and like or not. Sorry, from Taco Bell and like oh, yeah, one true. bite and then throw you, it in the trash can really aggressively love, and be like, you do love food like I'm throwing this away. I'm throwing it out. But I'm not really like a violent. I don't think I'd be capable of like doing that. But it would be a cool experiment to see 
just kind of for women and men everywhere, I think it'd be cool if you gave your body up to science <laughs> and let me on the air. How, where does the science come into this, though? That is my question. <laughs> I also like that I was like, hey, come watch 10 hours of Bravo. <laughs> Have some, like, I'm not getting paid Trader Joe's pasta. <laughs> yeah, you're not getting paid. We're in quarantine. We were both, just so everyone knows, we were both, we've been tested. We don't have, we're being, ta- like, safe about this. We're not... <laughs> But yeah, but that yeah, come over, watch ten hours of crap TV that you don't want, eat this pasta, have some whiskey that you don't, you're not even a drinker, <laughs> and then like also, can I kick or punch you in your area then, well, and hurt you? There, like, there, can I, I physically it's, it's assault you? It's good to learn that I do have a line. There is a line that we that they. I mean, we're not gonna cross it. I stopped at the line, and there is a line. Well, I think it's good to learn that. I think you almost found a calling. No, I, you were, you're fantastic on this. Thank you for real. I'm not kidding. Thank you for coming on this, but you are, no, you're like, I'm like, I don't know. I don't, I'm a man of few words, blah, blah, blah. Like you said all that. And, and then, and then you came on here and you said all of that. You said all of that. You put me on the Bravo now. By the way, I've never, I never watched any Bravo whatsoever before you turned me on though. Yeah, never, it's really never it's, seen any of that it's kind of fun to watch it with someone through fresh eyes yeah. to get like, and like I know it's gonna happen in the future because we watched like earlier season, so it's fun to see all of that and who you're generally like, oh, this person's good, and I'm like, no, they're not, and like what like what happens and all that stuff. But well, I'll, um, I'll help. I'll uh, help with the technical aspects all you want, and uh, I love to. I'm talking too much this time. Well, no, always talk. You didn't talk too much. I, you know, you know me, I don't believe in talking too much. I, <laughs> you can't talk enough. And, uh, but yeah, thank you. And I hope you come back and I hope everyone liked episode two. And I would say, is there anything you want to plug? But I know you want to stay anonymous. <laughs> Nothing yet. Anonymous, anonymous Pringle. That's what I'll call you. <laughs> and, I'll be dubbing. My name can be John Petzl. <laughs> And that's all. It's Allison Rook. Thanks for listening to episode two of Witty Bitch, the podcast. Oh, I didn't even read the Charlie Sheen thing. I'll 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 leave that blog post for next week. My the blogs from what like from 2019, which are some a little problematic. <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everyone has a good week and take care. And yeah, also make sure to check out. Uh, Real Housewives of Reality, which drops on Tuesdays. All right. Yeah. I'm really bad at saying goodbye. I don't know how to. Okay. I'm just going to sign off. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bravo, bravo, fucking bravo.